This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back from Chicago with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Today I am in, oh, I'm in my home of a lifetime, New York City. And uh, once again, crime, 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 crime. Just like in Chicago, where uh, my discussion with the Chicago police was extremely distressing. They have a Soros um, uh, multi-million dollar prosecutor like we do. Uh, we have Bragg. They have Kim Fox. Uh, they're telling me about cases. I mean, virtually whenever they make an arrest, there's a one out of two chance the person's going to be out before they are. And, uh, and sometimes it's very serious cases. Uh, there are the ones they have in the category of, you know, if you steal less than a thousand, we don't prosecute you, which means you go steal 800 10 times a day, which is why property crime is going through the roof, including in the suburbs of Chicago. But then you get the ones you don't hear as much. You get the ones where in the past the uh, complaint would be accepted as uh, fully um, showing probable cause for murder. She'll let them go, too. And some of those people have been repeaters, according to uh, repeaters, not necessarily of murder, but of other crimes, sometimes murder. Uh, well over a thousand Chicago police officers have resigned during this reign of terror against police, which, of course, Biden participated in uh, with his. Um, this was the worst time you could possibly have put out these new rules about cops. The new rules about cops should be let's restore them. And let's let them make arrests again. (laughs) Let's not put more handcuffs on the cops. Let's put the handcuffs on the record number of criminals who are killing our people. Nitwit. This is getting worse and worse and worse. And the use of gun control is disgusting. Gun control is a um, is a device that the Democrats use for 30 years to get you away from human responsibility. Democrats want to um, basically have no criminals. Everybody should be free. Everybody should walk in the streets. Uh, I guess, I mean, most criminals vote for Democrats. That's why they want them out of jail. So it's been years, all my time in law enforcement, it's the Democrats who have been pro Criminal rights. Well, I'm pro-criminal rights, but criminal rights are uh, not unlimited by any means, and they are severely limited by victims' rights. Democrats recognize no victims' rights, no such thing as victims' rights. It's all uh, criminal rights. And that's the imbalance we have, and that's the atmosphere that we've created in this country right now that makes things – Make things makes things almost. Um, I don't think I'm overstating if I say that the level of crime in America is at the epidemic stage, since it's largely limited to cities with Democrat mayors, if not exclusively, 
This is a, a, just completely a, a democratic policy problem. This is not a, 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 a problem that is, you know, coming about because we have a virus. Yes, we do have a virus. We have Democrats enforcing Marxist ideas. That's where gun control comes from, Marxist ideas. Think of it this way. A, a, an automobile can kill you and a gun can kill you. When an automobile kills you, we generally look at the behavior of the person driving the automobile. The automobile usually doesn't go out of control and just kill you. Nor does the gun usually go out of control and just kill you. A person makes a decision to use it in a way to kill you. That is the core of what we should be dealing with in human behavior if we want to deter, reduce, The reason I was the most successful at ever doing this, nobody close, is because I understood that. I understood I wasn't dealing with an instrument, the car or the gun. I'm dealing with the person operating the car or the gun, and let's work on human behavior. Let's set up deterrence. Let's set up fear. Let's set up education. A good fear is getting arrested. Uh, If we talk about gun control, then you can't talk about gun control and expect to be persuasive if you don't enforce the current gun control laws. We don't. Democrats do not enforce any laws. The gun control laws are way down, way, way down. Used to be a time in Giuliani's New York and Bloomberg's. You had a gun, it was a mandatory sentence. You're in. Well, we'll go back to that. I have uh, Andrew Giuliani on because I'd like his take on most immediate question is what needs to be done about schools? And I saw that, uh, you know, the governor and the mayor are somewhere off on a, a helicopter flying off in the sky. And they're, they're not, nothing's happening today different than yesterday, which is already too late. So, Andrew, how are you? Well, good afternoon. And, and I got to tell you, obviously, uh, as all of us, my heart breaks for all the families that are dealing with this, uh, you know, thinking about my grace, what what they're actually going through. It's just So tragic. But I think, you know, in terms of what we can do from an action item immediately, I think we need a law enforcement officer uh, in each and every school at this point. And I would almost look at it like we're um, I would almost look at it like we're like we're uh, sorry about that. Like we're talking about air marshals uh, in new in in New York uh, schools. I think it's so important. It's very similar to what we need to do here uh, in our schools more than anything. Uh, And also, I would look at uh, around our schools, what we want to do, maybe double any fines for anybody who's actually uh, committing crimes around our schools because we can't we can't tolerate this. Well, there have been very successful school safety programs in the past in New York and in other cities that reduce crimes, and they double the penalty. Uh, 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 they double the penalties for the serious and, crimes, and and, I, and, and I cut and out no bail. there. I cut out with service, so let me just repeat that so that way it's clear. First and foremost, I want to make sure that more than anything, uh, we have law enforcement officers in our schools that are able to defend, just like in Giuliani's New York, that are able to defend our students if anything happens. Secondly, I'd almost want to create an air marshal system where that way you don't know actually which teacher might be holding a weapon, but certainly somebody uh, that is constituted to hold it. And finally, I would also look at the surrounding area of schools and anybody who commits a crime, whether it be a drug crime or a gun crime, would get double the time and double the penalty. 
for those instances. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Andrew, it should be implemented today. We don't need like a, a commission to study and then a commission to study the commission. And then no two, need and to then, bring a bureaucracy into this. You're absolutely right. Immediate action. Well, I, I think it's important that that uh, be put on the table. And let's see if anybody will react to it, because uh, there hasn't been a single new idea about this. I mean, they, they Biden talks about gun control. Meanwhile, they don't prosecute the gun control laws that exist. I mean, these yeah. people, these people, if the gun control laws that exist were were used, wouldn't, wouldn't have had guns. Well, you just wonder in looking at what happened in Buffalo specifically, um, you know, you had this guy who said he was going to shoot up a school almost a year ago uh, and law enforcement could only hold them for 24 hours. Did they actually have the resources necessary to deal with this guy? And if they did, um, would this event have actually happened, this tragic event have happened? I mean, we've been hearing from Albany politicians for the better part of two years to fund the police, to fund the police, Hochul's lieutenant governor was a defund the police person before he got arrested. Same thing with his, her new adult a lieutenant governor. Uh, meanwhile, though, this is obviously something that I think the state police could have held this guy had they had the resources. And also, I would say the FBI, what have they been doing over the last couple of years? Going after guys named Trump and Giuliani <laughs> and going after our parents, too. Well, going after going our after parents and calling parents. them domestic <laughs> terrorists because they're stepping up at school board meetings. Going, instead of actually going after those who are threatening to shoot up schools. It's absurd. I don't, I don't mean to laugh, but when you said going after parents, <laughs> you have a very specific situation of they're going after parents, your parents. Andrew, exactly. you got it. You 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 yeah. got you got a. Uh, I was flying back from Chicago, and someone handed it to me. Uh, you got a you got a, a poll. You should tell people about today. Well, great news today. A Zogby poll came out, which Forbes has highlighted. Have us up double digits for the nomination with thirty three days to go. June twenty eighth being primary day. We've got a couple of different debates on the books. We know that one of our opponents, he's been trying to squirrel his way out of these debates. But we're uh, we're pretty confident what, with what we have well, on the books and with a double digit lead. When is the first? Be the when, so people can so people can uh, schedule. When, when is the first debate, Andrew? Well, June thirteenth is the first debate on CBS. I know Newsmax has a debate on June twenty first. I'm hoping I'm hoping that there's a WABC debate. I well, would I love think to I think a uh, I don't know if you know that. I think he's turned it down. I, I think you're probably right. We've heard that from a couple of different he's, sources. He, he, that, he, he uh, thought he was 20 percent ahead and he, and he turned it down. Maybe this will change his well, mind. This probably will change his mind. But the truth is, uh, wherever we are going into this, I believe that open debate is the best thing for all New Yorkers to decide who their candidate is. That's why no. for me, look, we have 33 days. I'd love to have 33 debates in 33 days. If we <laughs> oh, you would. That, I know you, know? you would. I know. You would. I know. I know. But you, you, you don't want to get him sick. Now, come on. <laughs> All right. So I'll see you later, Andrew. <laughs> OK, have a great day. 33 debates. Who does that sound like? Sounds like his former boss, Donald Trump, or possibly his, fa- his father. I'd like to have 33 debates, too. That's why I do this radio show, because I love to have debates and talks and discussions. And But I, I think that's an excellent suggestion that, that puts together some good old ideas and some good new ideas, some tried and true ideas. The um, uh uh, safety zone around the schools. I don't know what happened to that. I mean, that that was fabulous. That, that, when you talk about the 65, 70% reduction in crime that we brought about, in distinction to Adam's 40% increase in crime, I always talk about CompStat and I talk about broken windows and I talk about 
many of these things. But uh, I should take a look at how much the school safety zones contributed to that. That was a program where in the two square blocks around a school, but focus more on drugs, also guns, double the penalty, no bail. In other words, you got caught screwing around around uh, schools. Whatever the penalty was, went up to, and then there was a mandatory part of it also. You, you had to go to jail. I've forgotten the exact mandatory part. Was it a year, two years, three years, something like that? But the one that would really help now is you stay in jail until you are convicted or acquitted. That you don't go walk out again and, and go uh, terrorize other schools. We have to make every effort to keep our children safe. So far, all we've listened to is talk, 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 from both sides. I haven't seen any action yet by anybody. Anybody. Nothing new today than the day that these children were shot or the day before. Something like this should bring about immediate action. Immediately, the cops should have been in the schools. That's what makes a leader that's what makes a great governor, a great mayor. When it doesn't happen, that's when it, you, you, you know you have a lazy, bullshit-essing politician. If I were the mayor or the governor, and Andrew just told you, if he were the governor, there'd be cops in schools today, today, right now. Things get better, we'll take them out. We'll be back right after this message. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome back. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my final thoughts at the end of the show. So keep it right where it is, right here. I'm taking your calls at 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. I'm Rudy Giuliani. With Common Sense, we'll uncover the truth and get to a solution. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. So, the president makes extraordinary choices for uh, significant positions. Maybe because he's mentally uh, uh, insufficient, deranged, impaired, stupid, or crazy. He picks similar people like, uh, uh, you know, Miss Wackadoodle for Minister of Truth, who is the one who spread the... uh, false information about Russian collusion, in particular about yours truly being a Russian agent. I can't even do a good Russian accent. If you wanted to make me like an Italian agent or a German agent or an English agent, it could be possible because there have been times I've imitated them. But I've never done a Russian, and, I'm, I'm, and I was going to learn one, but then I figured the FBI put me in jail if they heard me with, uh, using that one because they want to put me in jail for Anything they can find. You can't believe uh, the calls that I get about the stuff they're investigating me for. Um, Got to be some kind of speeding ticket somewhere. That, maybe if I let them get me on something like speeding ticket or something, I, I'm going to talk to my lawyer about that. We're going to see. We're, we're going to see what we can do. But I want I want you to I want you to hear um, I want you to hear uh, this the um, the unhinged. Uh, um, candidate for governor of Texas. I thought this guy actually had been, I thought somehow in the last race he was in with Cruz, they put him somewhere for rehabilitation, like uh, uh, head rehabilitation. But apparently they didn't. And, but let's, this is Beto 
O'Rourke uh, yesterday. This is cut to at a, at a very, very, I thought, very well-conducted, very um, very classy press conference by Governor Abbott, who's a fine gentleman. Nothing like, you know, Biden's incoherent remarks and, and argument for gun control and partisanship of the night before, but what a governor should do. And a good governor who's really done a good job on, I mean, uh, uh, he's equivalent really to Ron DeSantis in terms of the way he's handled uh, uh, COVID and then he handled the emergencies there. I I think everybody respects Governor Abbott, uh, Republican and Democrat. And and here comes uh, comes Mr. Unhinged. Cut two. This is totally predictable when you Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a we come to a deal like this to make a political issue. This is not the place to do that. It's on you. It's on like you. Why don't you get out of here? That was the mayor uh, of Uvalde, Mayor Don uh, McLaughlin, on Beto O'Rourke's interruption. And he says quite uh, properly, this is not the time or, or, or the place to have a political debate. And, and, uh, um, and the, and the very excellent, very excellent mayor, who has, uh, governor who has a, a, a record that I admire, and I don't, I don't admire many mayor or governor's records. I'm very critical of them because I believe that it has to do with the lives of people, but I think he's one of the better governors in the United States, along with DeSantis and a few others. Uh, he was saying nothing, nothing partisan like, like Biden was. It was like a straight out and out, just discussion of what needed to be done. And this is the guy that does do things like he's shipping the illegals uh, up to Washington to stick it where it belongs on Biden, who's allowed an invasion of our border. And he's got extra police already deployed to the um, to the schools while our Adams and Hochul are talking to people and thinking about it and having studies and seeing what they can do, and maybe they'll be there, but they'll have no gun, or they'll have half a gun, or they'll have, you know, they'll have a gun with no ammunition, or, you know, it'll be some kind of a silly, stupid, liberal, left-wing, jerky compromise that has destroyed these cities for the last 50 years. Why, why do you think Chicago, you know, ends up with, uh, let's average, let's say, average five murders uh, or 10 murders a weekend and 30 shootings, 80% being black for 50 years? Because they've been run by Democrats for 50 years. Why do you think crime is up in this city 40% this year? Because you elected a Democrat. That's why. I could say the same thing about Philadelphia, St. Louis, Chicago, Phoenix. Want me to go on? Los Angeles, San Francisco. They have something in common. They have a Democratic mayor. Most of them have Democratic governors, and they have a bought and paid for George Soros, district attorney, who performs the role of letting people out of prison and wanted to let more of them out. Now, this did not happen in in a vacuum. They're trying to make it gun control so that you do not focus on the broad picture of how they have made America an immoral country. 
how they have made America a country that no longer has the values it used to have, that no longer is shocked by massive murder, that finds excuses for the person committing the murder. See, if you put it on the gun, then you don't have to put it on the person. The gun did the shooting. Now we take a look at all the bad things that happened to the poor person who killed 20 people. Oh, poor kid, look what happened to him. Oh, this happened to him, and that happened to him, and this happened to him, that, and that, that's that. See, that shows he really wasn't responsible. Do you know who predicted this as an outcome of communism? Dostoevsky, the great Dostoevsky, who wrote Crime and Punishment. Uh, he said when... Um, when instrumentalities or the environment are the cause of crime and you can get people to believe it, there will no longer be any crime and there will no longer be any criminals. And isn't that what AOC and people, they're, they let them all out of jail. They're not really criminals. It's not their fault. Uh, this guy's mother was backed in. Well, we'll be back and uh, we'll get your calls in. Hang on the line and we'll get right to you. Rudy Giuliani on the Rudy Giuliani Show. Talk to you in a minute. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Well, welcome back to the Rudy Giuliani Show. We've been having a conversation about... Obviously, uh, what happened in that terrible, terrible shooting in Uvalde, uh, Texas, and then the aftermath of it. I know there are questions about whether the police uh, not necessarily got there on time but acted quickly enough. Uh, That's a situation I know my good friend and uh, predecessor in terms of the show – Greg Kelly is uh, concerned about it and is going to deal with it on a show tonight. I'd suggest listening to it. It's important that we look at all aspects of these things. I mean, this should not happen. And the things we've done in the past do not prevent them as we know. And it is possible that we may not be able to prevent them. But we don't proceed from that assumption. We pre- pro- proceed from the assumption that if we look carefully enough at these things, we can prevent them. And so far, every time I've done, we've been able to, done that, I've been able to do it. My process was when I was mayor, and I didn't have one of these, but this is what I would have done. Uh, first of all, hopefully I would have thought about it in advance with all of the people I trusted the most to do blue skying on how do you solve this particular crime problem. And I never had a crime problem I didn't solve. And uh, we would sit down and we would come up with a program uh, for it. Now, one of the things here is if you see this as gun control, you can't solve it. You're not going to solve it. But I mean, you could, you could take all the guns out you want. If somebody develops this state of mind, they're going to go kill those people. First of all, there are endless numbers of guns around. So if gun control worked, 
You see, the Democrats never explain it. They just it's like a I don't know. It's a thirty or forty year way of getting off the hook. It's a thirty or forty year way of following their Marxian, uh, communist, Leninist, Alinsky uh, take responsibility off people. Don't make them accountable. If I can convince you the gun is the big thing, we got to control the gun. We got to control the gun. We got to control the gun. We got to keep the gun out of the hands of. Um, Bad people, or like uh, some of them uh, want to do, keep the gun out of the hands of everybody, then we would never have any killings. Well, my gosh, we had killings before we had guns, right? And we can kill in many other ways other than guns. If we put the same amount of emphasis that the Democrats put energy into constantly blaming it on guns that are inanimate objects and started to look at human behavior and the permissiveness of this society— and the invitations to commit crimes given particularly by major Democratic uh, politicians when they when they bash the police and they defund the police and they have uh, organizations like Black Lives Matter that say you should kill the police. Uh, don't you think that has an, uh, an impact on the behavior of human beings, that it changes their behavior? I don't think anyone has put it as well in these last several days, certainly the president the worst and O'Rourke, but no one, no one's put it better than the great uh, thinker who uh, was behind a lot of the great ideas uh, that helped to cre- uh, create uh, a miracle in New York. I would say that he- Heather McDonald was probably the single biggest intellectual, except for maybe Professor uh, Wilson, um, uh, that helped us develop um, the processes and the programs that led to the largest reduction in crime in American history. So I'd like to play these remarks from Heather because uh, this is is as good as I could do or anyone else could do. This This is cut 19. The narrative of this executive order is that we have a police racism and a police violence problem in the country. Biden takes every opportunity to reinforce that idea, and the results are in, and they are unequivocal. Thousands more black lives lost in cities succumbing to predation and anarchy. After the George Floyd riots of 2020, homicides rose 29 percent. That's the largest annual increase in history. And youth homicide rose an astounding 47 percent. The victims, overwhelmingly black. Two dozen blacks are killed every day in this country. That's more than all white and Hispanic homicide victims combined. They're not being killed by the police. They're not being killed by whites. They're being killed by other blacks. The police are not the problem in the black community. Criminals are. Now let's listen to the second one, the follow-up. It's just as important. The one right after it. The police shot six allegedly unarmed blacks in 2021. Compare that to the 10,000 blacks who were killed by criminals. In fact, a police officer is 400 times as likely to be killed by a black as an unarmed black is to be killed by a police officer. George Floyd's death was sickening, but it wasn't a pattern. It doesn't represent the way most blacks die. And if Biden really cared about black lives, he would call for law and order and stop demonizing the cops. Well, that's about as good as explanation since uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky and crime and punishment. <laughs> that's a long time ago, a hundred years or more. I read to you from Crime and Punishment, one of the greatest books ever written. If you want to be a criminologist, uh, this is a novel, but uh, better than most books on criminology. 
It began with the socialist doctrine. You know their doctrine. Crime is a protest against the abnormality of the social organization and nothing more. And nothing more. No other causes admitted. You're wrong there, cried Periphery Petrovich. He was noticeably animated and kept laughing as he looked at Razimuthin, which made him more excited than ever. Nothing is admitted. There is no wrong. I'll show you their pamphlets. Everything with them is the influence of the environment, their favorite phrase from which it follows. If society is normally organized, all crime will cease at once. Since there will be nothing to protest against and all men will become righteous in one instant, human nature is not taken into account. It is excluded. It is not supposed to exist. They don't recognize that humanity developing by a historical living process will at last will become at last a normal society. But they believe that a social system that has come out of some mathematical brain is going to organize all humanity at once and make it just and sinless in an instant, quicker than any living process. This is, uh, I know this is quite complicated, but this is where this is coming from. Now, Biden doesn't know this. Biden is not, uh, was never in, uh, uh, possibly intelligent enough to understand what I just read to you. This would be way beyond his extremely limited mental capacity, which existed before he was demented. But the reality is uh, there are other things that would tell you that constantly invoking gun control is not going to solve this. It's not going to solve it because something much more powerful than the social controls that can be exerted by gun control are operating here. There's something going on. uh, We can call it evil if we want. We can call it a distorted mind. There's something going in the going on in the mind of these people or in the soul of these people that is extremely sick, depraved, evil. We don't have the capacity at this point to really understand it, to predict it, to see it, or what to do about it. So we're flying in the blind in that sense. So we have to make broader policies that encompass this. One of those is something that I think think everybody agrees on this. I'm not sure. I think everyone agrees that a person, if they want to have a gun, should have to get permission to get the gun. And they should be able, at minimum, to be follow the following steps. They should not have been convicted of a serious crime. They should not be under some kind of uh, uh, treatment or, or, or uh, diagnosis or even serious suspicion of mental illness. And finally, they should not be addicted to drugs. And uh, in terms of the seriousness of the crime, we can say the more serious the addiction, the worse the crime. It's like drunk driving, right? Why do we against drunk driving? Because a car like a gun can kill. And when a drunk person drives a car, he's more likely to kill somebody than not. And it's something you can prevent if you don't drink. Because there we recognize the difference between the human culpability and, and, and the instrument. With guns, the Democrats try to Merge the two so we don't, God forbid, ever hold somebody accountable because they all want to make them part of a socialist enterprise where there's no accountability. That's why they want to let them out of jail, right? So the answer is if you are, if you are serious about this, Joe Biden and, you, and the bunch of other crooks in your party, you would be very seriously investigating gun crime. In fact, instead of having spent more money on January 6th, 
where nobody was uh, uh, shot and killed except by a police officer, uh, and it was a, a Trump supporter, and you haven't really investigated that murder, homicide, looks like a possible first-degree murder, completely being covered up, except for that. I mean, you've spent more money on that than you have any other investigation. Maybe if you spent a little money on investigating why you don't enforce the gun control laws and what impact that has on all these murders, like would this guy in Buffalo had a gun if you guys were really enforcing the gun control laws? Or how about the guy here? Maybe he, he, uh, information about him would have been turned in. But you don't want information about people turned in. You want to let people out of jail. You don't want to put them in jail. That's why you're causing this problem. So let's see what our, what our people had to say, have to say about this. Let's take a look at, um, let's take a look at, at Wayne. Wayne, what do you have to say? How are you? Mr. M- Mr. Mayor for life, uh, thank you for having me on. And I hope uh, in uh, about, what, eight months from now, I can say governor for life, Giuliani. Well, that, that would be Andrew. But it won't be for life. Uh, it won't be for life. He's got his own thoughts. He's quite quite a guy, though. Uh, He'll be my it's, governor it's, for life, no matter what. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to be able to admire your son. It's a blessing, Mr. Mayor. Let, let me give you a little scenario here. Uh, we have a place. I'm I'm going to use. I know we have federal reserves all over the place, but let me just say something. We have Fort Knox. Let's just use that as an example. Do we have a police station about 20 miles away from Fort Knox, or do we actually have guards right there at Fort Knox? Oh, we have guards. Oh. Do, do I care a tinker's damn about all the gold in the world and compared to my kids and my grandkids? Why don't we combine? We have state budget there for schools. We have state budget for police stations. Why aren't the police stations where our most valuable, precious things on the planet are? Why aren't they in the same building? We have gyms. We have cafeterias. We have everything both of them need. Why don't we put our priorities where our priorities belong instead of having them down the block in a separate building or most of the time in a courthouse where they protect the judges and protect everybody else under the planet? But our kids are our most precious asset. I've been pushing for years. Why are police stations and schools all one and the same? Well, uh, you make a very good point about the priority of protecting the schools. Uh, to put the schools and the police precincts together, all of them now at this point would be Heart. I like solutions that happen like today. I think today things should have been different than yesterday because of what happened. In New York, where I mayor now, and this was 20 years ago, every school right now would have a police officer in it until we've worked our way through this. I don't like these long, long commissions that come up with bull. And then I like to take action immediately. That seems to be the most reasonable. And if it turns out we can improve on it, we will. If it turns out it's wrong, we'll change it. So right now, there should be a police officer with a gun in every school and walking around that school. And if you want to have in, additionally these, these um, uh, school security officers under the direction of the police officer, that's even better. And I thought Andrew's recommendation, which is, which is modernizing what turned out to be extraordinarily effective, a, a uh, safety zone around the school, uh, two square blocks. Anybody commits a crime in that safety zone, double the penalty, mandatory sentence, and how about this, hokel-pokel? No bail. No bail. What's more important, bail for people who commit crimes or saving the lives of children? 
I don't know, from Democrat point of view, bail for people committing crimes seems to be more important because that, they can get a vote out of that. And that's why they want, uh, that's why they want um, illegals to vote. Maybe that's all they think about. Let's try to uh, let's go to let's go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? It's this going. It's, it's going for our country. Going, I, know. I know. We're going to change it in November, but let's keep let's keep going ahead. Beautiful. So um, you were speaking about um, how cars are somewhat related to guns, and that they both kill people. And it kind of leads into um, a more recent thought that I had. Um, And I hate to say it out loud, but gun control. There's a lot of crime going on, a lot of mass shootings going on, and they've all got different aspects to them. And I understand that those need to get taken care of, but we cannot leave the guns out of the situation completely. And if you'll bear with me for a second. Sure, and no no one wants to leave the gun out of it any more than you want to leave the, uh, the car out of it. I mean, of course, the gun is very important. A gun, a gun is very dangerous in the hands of the wrong person or used the wrong way. It's extremely useful if it's used the right way. All right. I'd like to treat the gun similarly to how we treat driver's licenses. Uh, yeah, me too. Just uh, that, your, uh, uh, 25. You can't just get your permit and then get into an 18-wheeler and drive down the road. It doesn't I, work like I, that. I, I have been in favor of this for 25 years. Good. So if there was a class A, B, C type of gun, you know, you start off with your learner's permit, you get a, a single shot revolver or something, and they do basic checks. Then type B, you know, you have to take well, safety courses, the 92-hour shooting course, all that stuff to where you can lead up to these more heavily well, um, de- used weapons in these type of shootings. Uh, it depends on are we going to use this as an excuse for overregulation or are we going to use it as a reasonable way to regulate See, when you put this in the hands of Democrats, they then try to use the regulation to extinguish the right. So it should make it um, difficult to get it, but not impossible. You shouldn't have um, – it's not very difficult to get uh, the basic uh, license for a car. You have to pass a written test. You should pass a written test on the safety of guns. And you should go to a range and show people that you know how to shoot the gun – how to use it properly, and how to store it properly. Then there should be a background check to determine you're not Hunter Biden, who couldn't, who couldn't get a gun. And by the way, uh, every single thing that Joe Biden says on gun control should be ignored because until he has his son arrested for one of the most serious violations of the gun control laws, he's a complete hypocrite. I mean, he wants us all to follow the gun control laws, and his son is a notorious violator of it. And, you know, everything we're talking about, whether we're talking about the current gun control laws or ones you want to add, or they don't mean anything if Democrats won't enforce it as they're not enforcing it. So I agree on something like a, a driver's license program. But when I was listening to you, what I was listening to was, let's see if we can make it so damn complicated that nobody gets a license. Then it would be declared unconstitutional, by the way, as a violation of the Second Amendment. So we'll be back with my final words, and you stay tuned. The Rudy Giuliani Show. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani with uh, the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers is one of the most remarkable organizations in the United States. Uh, Send them $11 a month, pledge it to them. And what it will be used for is for our service members, our uniform service members who die in the line of duty or who are catastrophically injured and therefore their families need help and they need to have the help of a particularized smart home that allows them maximum independence. This is what Tunnel to Towers dedicates it to, dedicates itself to and gives you the chance to do something for the people who protect you. So take advantage of it. You never feel better than making that uh, donation. It's going to help, again, the service members, the uniform members who die in the line of duty protecting you or lose uh, their arms, their legs, and their ability to function independently to protect you and your family. That's something positive that can be done in our society as opposed to this discussion that we're having now about, you know, gun control and all of the deflections of these sick, crooked politicians. I mean, when Joe Biden tells us we need more gun control and he's got a son who on March 12, 2018, bought a 38 revolver, said he wasn't a drug addict. And he's not just a drug addict. He's a degenerate, massive drug addict, just exactly the kind of drug addict you want to keep guns out of the hands of. Just exactly the kind of person all of these liberal phonies say, no guns for criminals, drug addicts, and people who are mentally ill, except Hunter Biden. No, they don't say that. But the American people know you're a blowhard. When Hunter Biden's sitting there, I know you, I know you suppressed it for 16 months, but now you validated it. It's right there, boys and girls. It's on paper. Go to my podcast. Go to RudyGiulianiCS.com. It's about three podcasts ago. You can see the piece of paper for yourself. You can see 18 U.S.C. Section 922 that makes it a crime. Put the paper next to the crime. That's Hunter Biden. Nobody else. How about, uh, how about Robert How you doing, Mr. Mayor? Okay, Robert, how are you doing? Good. I'm pulling for your son. I hope to God he wins or else I'm moving to South Carolina. <laughs> um, the, name, the name of your show is Common Sense, correct? It is, sir. That's the name of my podcast, yes. Now, do you think I drive around from county to county and every highway, and I see police officers guarding holes in the ground with construction workers. Are they more important than our most valuable assets, our children? that we're going to guard a construction site. I mean, they're all over. I count a hundred a day sitting there waving traffic on. It's ridiculous. They should be in the schools. 
and I'm willing to pay more taxes for it. And my kids aren't even in school anymore. God bless you, and you shouldn't have to pay more taxes. The money should be reprogrammed. They're stealing enough of your tax money uh, that they can they can cut into the stealing and find the money for the extra cops to be able to sit in schools. Uh, how how uh, a mayor or a governor with uh, a common sense, a brain, uh, and a conscience just didn't put cops in every school on Monday, I don't know. And then, you know, fight me back. But, you know, I was a different kind of mayor. I, I, uh, I put the lives and safety of my people ahead of everything else, including my political party, which you see this mayor doesn't do. But that's what you need, and that's what you're going to get in Andrew. June 28th, the primary, don't forget, and uh, the poll where he's 10% ahead. It's a good poll. I mean, it's one of the established polls, the Sogby poll, but I don't like that. I always like being behind better. People more spirited. Always made my biggest mistakes when I was ahead. I did make mistakes, see? Well, let's keep praying. God has the answer here. We just have to find it. Although I think Jack Kennedy was right. Here on earth, the work of God is our own. Well, say God bless America when you wake up tomorrow morning. And then tune in, and we'll have plenty more, I'm sure, on this and many, many other things to save our republic. God bless America!